Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 43. Your commitment isn't boring or restrictive, it's attractive and honest. And I want to have a conversation about it <laughs> because I, I put this post up online. It sparked some really great conversation. And I think a lot of people were happy that commitment was being brought into this light. And what I initially had said online was that somehow we've moved away at times from looking at commitment as a valuable quality that keeps each of us honest, honest with ourselves, honest with our work, our partners, our soul. Commitment to self, soul, others, life, and God isn't boring, monotonous, or uncreative. It's the exact opposite. It's attractive. It's honest. It's intentional, abundant, creative, spiritual, purposeful, integrity-driven, honorable, and faithful. And somehow I feel that, you know, as modern society has dealt with a lot of issues that are actually really at the internal and being acted out in the external <laughs> very very much so um commitment was one of those words at some point that i think became this kind of oh well it's restrictive no actually it's directional oh well it's boring no actually it's it's quite fun when you know why you're doing what you're doing and what you're dedicating your time to. So I wrote uh, several different posts about commitment in each of these different areas. But first, I want a, a couple of notes. And I said, commitment should be viewed as something that brings out our best selves and helps us to live life to the fullest. It's not stifling, but rather a liberating one. When we commit to something, we are better able to focus our attention and energy on that thing or several set of things, allowing us to be more creative and to reach our fullest potential. Commitment isn't something that we should strive for, not something to be feared or avoided. It's a sign of strength and courage. Um, it can open up new doors of opportunity. I mean, when you really think about that, right, when you're committed to something, you can master something, you can learn all the details. You know, um, my nephew is so good with cars. I mean, like he's really, really good with cars. He's been that way his whole life and he's now 20. And so he's so dedicated to cars um, from such an early age. And even as he's working um, <clears throat> in like the car industry, at, like uh, uh, like a brakes, you know, kind of a place, you know, a, or, excuse me, dealing with like tires and brakes and like all these things or whatever. He knows a lot about cars, more so than people who just took like a corporate route who are there for the job. And so sometimes he's even wondering why, like, you know, management <laughs> um, gets promoted a certain way. And I'm like, well, you don't own the company. And but what's interesting about it is because um, he's so committed to uh, cars because he loves it so much that he can be in conversations and opportunities that a lot of others can't because other people notice his talent. People that don't work there, other people just automatically see him and go, oh, wait a minute. Hey, you like, you know something about this. Yeah. You know, can you help me out with this custom car over here? Can you help me out with this thing over here? It brings opportunities when you're committed to something. People go, oh, I like the way you write. I like the way you speak. I like the way you do that art. Are you for hire? Would you like to join us on this journey over here? 
embracing commitment can bring us closer to our goals and help us achieve much greater success however it is that we determine it internally ultimately commitment is not something that should be seen as a burden but rather an opportunity to live our best lives when we commit to something we are able to direct our energy towards that thing as i mentioned and create more meaningful experiences this leads to more meaningful relationships, more satisfying work, and an overall better life. Commitment is not something to be feared, but should be embraced as a way to better ourselves and reach our goals, as I mentioned. Okay, so let me dive into each of these uh, posts. I, the first one I said is commitment to self. <clears throat> Getting to know yourself, your personality, your character, your passion, your vision, your needs, your values, and your principles. That's attractive, honest, and integrity-driven. Commitment to self, your personality, your character, your passion these things take time you know don't look for the convenience way out like oh well you know this is just the way things have always been no it's not it's maybe the reality you created and i get it i'm probably touching on a few areas that are can be very tricky for a lot of people because it's like well that's the way it's always been no that's the way that you keep experiencing the same thing over and over again if you'd like to change something be committed to understanding who you are and why those things keep happening what do you want? What are your needs? What are your values? Well, if this is a need and then I'm in a situation that isn't su supporting the need, I would probably then rationally look at it and go, I need to get out of this environment. This doesn't support my needs. If you look at your values and have this relationship, this commitment to yourself for your values, what do you think is going to happen when you're in other situations that um, support your values and grow them? You're going to grow. When you're in areas or environments, work, relationships, whatever, that aren't supporting your values, aren't behaving like your values, they're going to distract you. Commitment to self isn't boring. It's actually your way out. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, commitment to your purpose is perfectly is the next one um, that I posted after that, which is really piggybacked off yourself. But working in service, leading by example, creating your ideas, improving others around you, and bringing your light to the world. That's attractive, honest, and purposeful. Working in service. What do you think is going to happen? L listen, this is this is business and this is charity and this is contribution and this is any which way you want to look at it. Business makes business hard. Business is actually very quite is quite easy. I am going to get to one that talks about commitment to your business, but you are here to serve an intended group of people. And in doing so, you will learn a lot about them and be able to optimize that experience, whether it is through business or charity. You are leading by example. You're creating your own ideas. Commitment to your purpose is the, that's, that's creativity expansion because you're making something happen that you can feel internally and you're experimenting with life. How like life design, how much more life design can you get? That should be considered fun. Now, I get it. Sometimes it's frustrating because we try a lot of things and they may not feel <laughs> like they're working, but they are. They're working because they're actually driving you towards putting the puzzle pieces together. Or commitment to your purpose is improving others around you and bringing light to the world. Right? I mean... When you are in your pursuit of your best self, what do you think that's going to do to everybody else around you? 
and and your best self is is this beautiful combination. It's not. I think sometimes people have this idea. It's like, oh, you're just like an Olympic athlete, or you're just this, you know, uh, pedestal player. You know, you're put on a pedestal. It's not even remotely true. Your best self is like the character or your honesty. You know, when you're honest and you're around others, and people say something like, you know, well, can you do this? No, actually, I can't. You know, I'm really dedicated to these things right now that are really important to me and the people I'm serving and doing. Oh, 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 I, I totally get it. Or they may not. Either way, you're being honest, and that has a ripple effect on other people. Commitment to your purpose holds you very accountable to yourself, which holds you accountable to others, which holds other people accountable to themselves. This next one goes without saying, commitment to your partner. That is damn attractive, honest, and I said spiritual. Loving each other, working toward together toward a vision, supporting each other's growth, contributing to each other's lives, protecting each other's souls. That's attractive, honest, and spiritual. Commitment to your partner. That is dedication. That is honor. That is listening. That's being present. That's being curious. That's being humble. That's being leader-driven. That's being noble. That's being wise. That's being smart. It's being respectful. Admirable. These are all really good traits. That's royalty. Good royalty. That's God. When you are in commitment to a partner, it is the same as saying I am in commitment to myself and to God and how I treat myself and my relationship with God is how it will come out through me to you. That's attractive, honest. That's beautiful. Commitment to your partner is definitely not boring and restrictive. That's some next level shit, (laughs) basically. Listen, and you guys have heard me talk about this on other podcast episodes about team dynamics. You know, somebody did uh, challenge me on that. You know, he said um, Kobe didn't win with uh, Shaq. Uh, in fact, that's why Shaq had to move. And he missed the whole point. I'm like, Kobe still had Phil Jackson, his coach. He still had a team that had to pass him the ball. The point being is that I usually use Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Commitment is how you win the game of life. Maybe you might have been committed at times to the wrong person or the wrong job, but we'll stick with the partner for right now. And that's fine. But when you do find the right partner, that commitment will take you places you couldn't have ever possibly imagined. It will take your game to the next level. It'll support your game to the next level. It will support your soul, support your growth. Period. Support your vision. It's just your choices, your commitment to your own choices and and, and as I mentioned, if you're committed to yourself first and your purpose, well, you'll probably have a pretty good idea of how you're making choices for a partner that comes in there. Again, if you're committed to yourself, well, you're committed to your knowing and understanding your personality and your character, knowing your vision, 
uh, having knowing your needs and your values and your principles, yeah, there's a good chance that that'll actually bleed over into the to the the partner you choose and the commitment you both share with each other, coming from each other's dedication to your individual selves. Commitment to your body is number four. Right, building your muscle, nourishing your body, taking care of your vessel, protecting your mind, opening your heart, resting your soul—that's attractive, honest, and intentional. Let me tell you something. Um, I, I always was grateful for my health, but I don't think I was always behaving like it until more recent years, until the last four or five years. And I now have a different new relationship with my body and my mind. And our soul is housed in this vessel. Being committed to honoring our body like a temple, as they say, that is housing our soul. That's admirable. That's why I said that's attractive, honest and intentional. I didn't do it the quick way, nor would I ever want to. I made it a lifestyle, a lifestyle of gratitude to my body. I knew that taking care of it meant taking care of others in the future. Right? We don't always think about that. Taking care of it, it means taking care of me in the future, taking care of others in the future. I also knew it as how do I optimize all the other areas of my life? How do I optimize my creativity? How do I optimize my business? How do I optimize my relationships? How do I optimize myself, my purpose? (laughs) When you realize what's going in your body and what's affecting your brain and affecting your heart and affecting your your movement, affecting your mobility, affecting your your thinking, oh, you're going to change. That personal development kicks in real fast because if you like the other areas of your life and you want to see them thrive even more, you're going to realize health comes first, period. That's not restrictive and inconvenient. (laughs) That's actually um, admirable, 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 admirable. (laughs) It's actually noble. And um, heart-centered, you're, you're putting health above all else. And health above all else really does affect you and everybody else around you. It's a ripple effect. It's not just from the people directly benefiting from, you know, you being in good health, like family and friends. But also you being able to show up in your body of work and your creativity and your purpose. Think about that. Thousands or millions of people end up being the benefit of that. And then the next one I said is commitment to your soul, understanding your value, moving with integrity, trusting your gut, receiving from God, leaning into your gifts, loving yourself. That's attractive, honest, and soulful. Commitment to your soul, understanding your value, moving with integrity, trusting your gut, receiving from God, leaning into your gifts, loving yourself. When you have a relationship with your soul, you begin to understand a lot more about what you're here to do and you start to trust the messages that are coming through. You can receive from God. That commitment 
will save you from so many situations that the funny mind kind of kicks in and redirects us sometimes to places and people we shouldn't even be, you know, entertaining. We have gifts. Commitment to our soul is understanding what our gifts are here to do and how to better use them in this world. By the way, they are not only more creative, help, help us make us more creative, they also help us make us more wealthy. That's usually how you can get somebody's attention. <laughs> Your gifts create wealth. Which brings me to my next one, which is commitment to your business. Creating from nothing. Building intentionally. Serving with purpose. Generating wealth. Working from passion. Following through with grace. That's attractive, honest, and honorable. Creating from nothing. Taking something you can feel and turning that into a vision. Being in the moment. Being present. Learning about who you are. Learning about your character. Learning about the people you serve. Bringing good service. Working from a place that's that's passionate. And then you following through with grace means, you know, that commitment means that like it's not always you're, you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to not only be your word and follow through with action, but some actions, you know, redirect you and you have to have grace. Commitment to your business teaches you so many beautiful lessons. And then I finished off with commitment to God. Trusting his timing, listening to his messages, guided by his will, surrendering to his abundance, following him over people. That's attractive, honest, and faithful. Commitment to God. And I like talking about God and making God a popular concept, not from religion, but from connection. When we connect to ourselves and our soul and God, we're not separated. I know that there's a lot of really great things to be learned out there spiritually about God. A lot of really great manuscripts, a lot of really great um, blueprints, a lot of great words. And I think that when man came in and started separating God from man and giving uh, alternative perspectives, I think it got a little quirky. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that because I like to be all encompassing here. My relationship with God is a very um, sincere, humbling one in which I'm always inquiring from a different type of question, listening from a different type of ear, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, I said surrendering to his abundance. We don't have to make things hard. We just do because we're humans. And it happens sometimes, but it doesn't have to be hard. So I found that when I follow God over people, I have a lot more trust in myself. Isn't that interesting? So if people go to or bad, whatever you want to use words that say something, they don't distract me or deter me from what I think and feel about myself or understand about my journey and where I'm heading. Commitment to God is really commitment to your life. And... I know that that's not always an easy thing for a lot of people. And you get so many different sides that say, I will rebel. And you get other sides that say, you will do this. <laughs> you know, no, it's about just connecting internally with your soul. And, you know, like I referenced on that other podcast episode about the, the guy who didn't necessarily believe in God, but he was like, hey, God, like, I don't necessarily, I, don't, I haven't had a relationship with you, but I want to understand. I want to understand that sincerity 
it, that is commitment. That's saying like, hey, look, I'm open to understanding how miracles and life work. And when you do that, that's like the opens the floodgates for everything else. So I'm going to leave you on those, you know, commitment to God, commitment to your business, commitment to your soul, commitment to your body, commitment to your partner, commitment to your purpose, commitment to self. It's not boring or restrictive. It's attractive and honest. And I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. As always, please live, live, <laughs> live. Yes, please live well. Um, please write a written review on leave and write a written review on Apple. It really helps uh, spread the awareness of the show. I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, you can also sign up for my newsletter, mattgottesman.substack.com. Mattgossman.substack, S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K.com. You can get on my texting, as you see in the show notes. Uh, I appreciate you guys. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.